Hi, Mike Gibson and Carlos Briguri coming to you live from TCT 2019 on day one. We're talking about the very important topic of how do you minimize dye-induced nephropathy. And you did a fascinating study looking at guiding hydration by urine flow versus guiding hydration by the LVEDP. Tell us a little bit about what you did and what you found. Yes, uh, hydration is uh, the cornerstone in prevention of IgA. And what we have learned in the last few years that we need to have a tailored hydration in order to prevent IgA, but also to prevent acute pulmonary edema, because if you hydrate too much, you may have acute pulmonary edema. So we, if we compare it to hydration uh, tailored regimen, LVDP guided according to the Poseidon trial, and urine fluoride guided hydration carried out by the renal guard system, which has been tested in previous trials. So we performed this uh, randomized trial comparing 351 patients per group. These are high-risk patients, that means the GFR below 45, mm -hmm. or high risk according to the MERAN score, more than 11. So this is a high-risk population. And what we have found, that the, the com com combined endpoint of uh, uh, IgA and pulmonary edema occurred more often in LVDP-guided group, 10.3% versus 5.6% in urine fluoride guided group. The wow, almost was twice as high almost twice in the LVDP-guided yeah. group. And the, the, the number needed to treat to prevent one event with the renal guide group was 22, so it's not, not so high. And looking to the two components of the, the endpoint, IKEA occurred in 5% versus 10%. So the difference was statistically significant. And pulmonary anema occurred in only one patient in the uniflorating group versus seven patients in the LVDP. The difference was not statistically significant, but there was a strong trend in favor of the uniflorating guiding group. Wow, I mean, that's very surprising given that the LVEDP group you were trying to prevent the pulmonary yeah. edema, but there was more pulmonary edema. Yeah, because I believe that when we assess LVDP at the beginning of the procedure, that may happen that during the procedure, or after the, the procedure, in the four hours after the procedure, something may change due to different sure. hemodynamic situation in these high-risk patients. So ideally, we should control LVDP through the procedure, not only at, at the, the beginning. beginning. Sure. So is this ready for prime time? Should we change practice to adopt this? Yes, to me, in my practice, in my hospital, in all patients with these characteristics, so that, be, that means elective patients or non-emergence, because as you know, the renal guard need at least one hour to be settled. So in, if you have time, uh, in this kind of patients, I, pre pre I prefer to have renal guard on board instead of a LVDP-guided hydration Great. in order to prevent IKEA in order to prevent pulmonary edema. And also what we have found that one month after a follow-up, the occurrence of progression of kidney disease, that means dialysis or deterioration of kidney function, was 10% in LVDP versus 5% wow. in the urethroid. That means that we prevent also a further deterioration of kidney function in these patients. Wow, all right, very provocative findings. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for sharing them today. And thanks to all of you for joining us here live on the first day of TCT 2019. Thank you very much.